Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang with you. Welcome to the Breakfast Brief where we take a look at headlines investors will be paying attention to today. But before that, Ryan, how was your long weekend? New yeah, year Welcome weekend. back, Elliot and everyone to the first to day life. of 2023. <laughs> it was a fantastic weekend. Second long weekend in a row. I know, right? Uh, it was nice. I'm sure you enjoyed yourself. As you can tell, I had a little bit too much, but I slept early in preparation mm, for fully today. Fully recharge, I imagine. I would say so, yeah. And, you know, if you're not recharged, you're not quite ready to take on the brand new year, don't worry. In three weeks' time, we'll have Chinese New Year. We can have that plus much more down the road. Yeah, yeah. Okay, as we take on this new year, uh, one of the things that a lot of investors will be paying close attention to is the situation in China. Now, the Chinese President Xi Jinping has talked about tough challenges and how they remain in China's financial against COVID also talked about divisions that have led to protests as well. Yeah, so we've got then focus as the country tries to reopen and this is interesting to see that Xi Jinping finally has given some acknowledgement of sorts that there is some division, yeah. some camps of people not too happy with how things have been playing out. So he is at least recognizing that and saying that the country's strategy is now being optimized to protect people's lives and minimize economic costs. So it's the first time, I think, where he's come to give a bit more color to how China's approaching it. So maybe this is going to help appease some of the people there who have been saying you know, there's not been enough transparency. Mm. Uh, worth mm. noting as well, Guangzhou has said the outbreak of COVID-19 there has peaked. So in some sense, the worst may be over. Also, Australia and Canada joined a list of countries requiring pre-arrival testing of visitors from China. So joining the US, Japan, the Philippines, Italy. So that's going to play out in the coming months to see how this impacts the flow of Chinese tourists. Yeah, quarantine-free travel. That's the name of the game right now. And you see a lot of images online of Chinese nationals trying to go back to life as per normal, even though there has been a spike in cases, as you'd expect. The Chinese state media also trying to reassure the public over COVID-19 that, well, things in some sense are under control are, as you mentioned earlier on, near its peak. Just over the weekend, they reported uh, the death toll at over 5,000. So if you think about that for a country of China's size, mm. that's considered quite low. Well, if you believe the data that's coming out, so yes. uh, then there's that the caveat. caveat. Yep. So yep. this Sunday, January 8th, is going to be the milestone when we will see the China mainland reopen and Hong Kong is targeting that date as well to resume quarantine-free travel with mm. China. So mm. that is a big one to watch out for. That could be a big spark for to the tourism sector. So that is on the stock front one to watch out for. But so far, the spike in cases has led to a bit of a downcast outlook for the Chinese economy, at least in the near term because of the spying cases. People yeah. can't go to work. Factories can't fully run 100%. So if you look at the latest PMI data that has come out over the weekend, manufacturing PMI for December fell to 47 from 48 in November. So that's worse than the uh, consensus forecast of 47.8 mm. and under 50, which signals contraction. The services side, the non-manufacturing side, also declined 
to 41.6 from 46.7. So that is yet another reflection of how things are slowing down in China. Yeah, uh, you can expect a slowdown for its economy in, in the coming reports over the next few quarters. We'll see how that pans out as we continue to observe it. Uh, just a quick word on this. You're also observing this situation with regard to North Korea. Kim Jong-un, over there, the leader over there, pledging to expand North Korea's nuclear arsenal, talking about threats from Seoul and Washington. Yeah, so he's got his own idea of fireworks. So over the New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, he fired missiles. Mm. So that is the potential threat to watch out for on the nuclear front. So we have South Korea in talks to the US for a more active role in managing nuclear weapons from North Korea. Yep. In case you missed it, over the weekend, the long weekend that is, we had the IMF Managing Director, Kristalina mm. Georgieva, warning that the global economy faces a tough year, tougher than the year that we've left behind. Yeah, so the reason why is because the three big economies, the US, EU and China, are all slowing down simultaneously. So that is all going to drag global growth. And if you look at where the odds are now placing of the possible recession, it's expecting global GDP to grow by less than 2% mm. this year, and there's a 25% chance of that happening. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if any of these major economies can in fact avoid a recession when you bear in mind the UK and the EU are set for two years of hardship. Mm. But I guess the good news is the governments have been quite aware of what's coming yeah down the road around the horizon so I'm sure budget 2023 for Singapore is going to be one to watch out for of course on Valentine's Day February 14th well we're working overtime we know that okay as we head into the new year this is uh, just a fun one that you you and I love talking about every year new year resolutions do you are you the type to set new year resolutions Um, most of the time I try to have some goal of sorts Mm. this year I am setting the goal for myself to mop my floor once a week Okay. Because I think that's going to help me become more aware of what's around me. Like um, dirt? Dirt <laughs> plus where my kids' toys are under okay. the sofa okay. and my own stuff as well. Yeah. I think that's going to be a therapeutic process where I am able to have some me time, just go about the chores around my house and also mm. you know, just understand how things are in the house. So yeah. that simple process of mopping the floor once a week. Interesting that you've chosen when you've moved into a bigger house to mop your floor more. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on this one. I'm not the type to set resolutions but maybe goals. Like last year I had some goals and I thought it was more effective mm. to achieve achieve goals than to set a resolution but I mean I think maybe if I'm going to set a goal for this year would be to maintain my weight between I don't know like I I put on a lot last year and I managed to lose it all before the end of the year so maybe nothing more than 78 kilos okay so that means no binge eating uh, sorts I mean even if I do just to constantly keep track of that Mm, okay just be more conscious more conscious yeah yeah be more aware be more conscious that's one what are your resolutions or your goals I hope you've listed that down and you you're able to achieve them uh, in one way or another. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Ryan is back at 7.35 with a finance update. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.